0: Yo, today's QOD is successful people don't negotiate price, they negotiate worth. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton at SeanCroxton.com. We got our main man, Mr. Ed Milette, on the show today. Today Today's going to encourage you to stop negotiating your life, to decide that the price to be paid for the success that you want is worth it. And he's also going to talk about, he's going to share a really cool story about how you can repurpose your mess into something great. Ed Milette's coming up. I'm a
1: totally different human being than I was five years ago. In fact, one of the things I want to tell you about, how much time do I have? Is I don't even know what I got. doesn't even matter. Cool, I'll keep going. I got time. It's all good. So, so listen, one thing you're doing that's killing you, you're doing what poor people do. I was poor. You know what you do when you're poor? When you walk in a store, you flip price tags over everywhere you go. You don't get what you want. You get what you can afford, don't you? I know what that's like, I'd walk in a store, I didn't even think about what I wanted, I'm flipping the price tag over. What's it cost, what's it cost, what's it cost? That's what people who live in the middle and the bottom always do. Successful people stop negotiating the price in their life. You know what's stripping all your success? You keep negotiating the price you're paying. It's stealing your energy, aren't you, in your mind. Man, all the work I'm putting in, it's not paying off, I don't see my family as much, I gotta do all this. You start negotiating it all the time and it's zapping all your damn energy. Why don't you just decide to stop paying the price or pay it? Successful people don't negotiate price, they negotiate worth. Could this be worth it to me to pay this? And once you decide it's worth it to win, it's worth it to be somebody, the negotiation stops. There's got to be a point, man, where you stop negotiating in your mind. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. Half of you came in here today, not sure you're going to stick it out. Not sure how long you'll run. Because of the price, oh, it's so much. It's costing. I'm so tired. I don't not making what they told me I'd make. I, you know, my family thinks I'm crazy. I, 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 right, right. Just keep doing that, man. You think that's healthy? You think you're gonna win doing that? You imagine uh, Grover's clients, Jordan sitting there, go, guys, whew, this price, all these sprints, man. Whew, yeah. I don't know, man. You imagine doing anything great, negotiating the price? You got to stop negotiating. Do you hear me? Yes. Just stop doing it to yourself. That that other presentation up there, brother. It's okay if it's not. Is it up there? You're good, dude. I wasn't even gonna cover this, but I'm gonna cover it because it gives me some time. Let me show you one thing. Not it's a brag thing, but it's a humble brag. You know what those are? That's a house of mine. It's one of the most. Grover's been there. Sherry's been there. It's one of the most spectacular homes in the country. It's on Lake Coeur d'Alene. and literally anybody's ever been there. I don't care how much money you got. I, I met Peyton Manning this week. He's like wait, Tells me about your house, dude. It's bananas. That's a pretty cool house, right? And um, let me tell you the story about that house. How many of you have somebody in your family who thinks you're nuts to be doing what you're doing or did at some point? Me too. Well, let me tell you, one of those situations was I was doing pretty good and i drive by this land. There was this land here for years, right? Just this land. It was the best spot on the lake, man, beautiful view. This dude used to sit outside and he had this little cabin. Where that gold cabin was was like a dilapidated, the bottom left there, this dude had this little place there like a dilapidated, like MacGyvered together and wires hanging out. He'd sit on that balcony and smoke his cigars and drink his whiskey and I'd drive by in my little cheap boat when I had no money and I'd go, hey man, you ready to sell this place to me? He had no money. No man, not yet, everything's good. I'm never selling this place. So for years I'd drive by, my dream was to buy this land to build a big old house on it. About seven years later, I keep coming by every summer. One summer he's out there, he goes, hey, he's waving me down. I'm like, what's up man? His name was Richard. He goes, I'm ready to sell, I'm getting divorced. Come on up, let's work out a deal. And my wife is with me, I'm like, shit, you think he wants money? We don't have any of that. So anyway, I work a deal out with him where I give him like my boat. He owes me money, a bunch of sea and some cash. And I stumble into owning this place. Oh, and I gave him my house. My family's like, what are you doing? It was already pretty good. Was life so bad before? Why do you have to have more all the time? Does that sound familiar to any of you? What's wrong with where you were? I mean, it's not so bad. I'm like, I, I always want more, not just material stuff, but just growth in my life. I wanna grow, I wanna improve. So I buy this land and I bring out the first contractor and he's laughing as we're walking. He's like, so you you weren't planning on putting like a house here, were you? I'm like, well, of course I am. He goes, well, didn't you wonder why there wasn't one here already? This thing's all rock and there's water running through everywhere. You got natural springs everywhere. You can't put a house here. I went, what? what? You can't put a house here, man. I'm like, oh, my, my heart starts racing. I'm like, my family was right. I've lost my damn mind. I'm in a mess. Holy shit. And then I bring another one out. No, no, no. I'm like, oh, my God. I've ruined my life. Finally, I find a guy, this old Idaho dude. He's like, well, you could put one here, but you'd have to blow up the hill. We'd have to jackhammer the hill. I'm like, really? All those, that whole rock hill, you'd have to, he goes, well, how else are we going to build a house? You got to rock. Plus, there's all these natural springs and We gotta divert water. So we gotta jackhammer the hill. I'm like, okay, so what's a jackhammer cost? He's like 30,000 bucks a week. How many weeks are we talking about? Talking like one week? I don't know, man. Once we get after it, I can tell you. My wife's like, you idiot. What was wrong with where we lived? People asking you, what was wrong with what you were doing before this door thing? I'm like, well, okay, start hammering it. Seven months later, and all my money, and rock everywhere. I'm talking, look like Beirut after a bomb. I'm gonna be a little over, guys. Look like Beirut after a bomb. I'm sitting there one day, I'm out of money, and he comes back and goes, this isn't gonna work, we're gonna to have to dynamite it. I'm like, well, you could have told me that seven months ago, dude. So we dynamite the hill, and there's rocks everywhere, and I'm out of money. Finally, I find this builder, he goes, hey, here's what we could do. Everyone did not want to build a house, remember this, I'm there crying, I've gone broke, it's a complete mess in my life. Finally, one of the architects comes and he goes, hey, you know what we could do? We could repurpose all these rocks. We could use all these rocks to build the foundation. We could use all these rocks to hold up the retaining walls to protect the house from the lake when it overflows. And so guess what happened? Look at the picture. All those rocks, all that mess I made, it's the foundation of the house. All those rocks you see in the front, all these rocks, all this stone, were all on my hill. We repurposed that entire mess and built the most spectacular home in all of Idaho with them. Did you just hear what I said? We repurposed mess and we built, and here's why. Because God in your life, even if you're not having faith, God will repurpose your mess if you'll stay faithful. And the deeper the foundation, the bigger the dream. So he was forcing me to build one deep, badass foundation in my life and he repurposed my mess and made it something great. Most of you come in here with some kind of mess in your life, financially, relationship, alcohol, drugs, whatever it might be. If you'll stay vigilant, I can promise you this mess you got can be repurposed into building something magnificent. You got to have a little bit of mess in your life in order to build something great with your life. Do you all hear me on that? Say yes. Yeah. Don't be so ashamed by your mess. We all got them. Everybody in this room's got some kind of a mess they're dealing with right now.
0: That was Ed Milet. His website is edmilet.com. You can watch today's entire talk on YouTube, but it's called Ed Milet D2D Con 2020 All right, my friend that is it for me I'm going to see you tomorrow with Mr. Jim Rohn have a great day I'm out peace